Hey, what's going on, everybody? Whether you are watching, listening, um, whatever, on the podcast, YouTube, and whatever other platforms exist, you know it's Kellen Cash here. And I want to talk about today, let's talk about this recent trip we did to Fargo, North Dakota. Let me tell you something, man. I was not expecting that in Fargo, what I saw in Fargo. Forgive me while I multitask on this work break conversation, but Fargo was cracking. Like, you know, if you live on the West Coast or you live on the East, you think some of these states, when they say Iowa or Kansas, which I've lived in Kansas before, or Fargo, you just think, you know, Bush country, no one's there. And Fargo doesn't have a lot of people in the state, or I should say North Dakota does not have a lot of people in the state, but Fargo has enough people for you to get down and be able to expand business-wise. It's a nice downtown. Um, what, what One of the things that I really liked was, one, the traffic, two, the African restaurants. Now, I live in Seattle currently, okay? Peep game. The African restaurants, there are more West African restaurants in Fargo than there are in the Pacific Northwest. You have a lot of Ethiopian restaurants. And if you know anything about Ethiopian food, it starts with injera. And and that's fine. But when you talk about all of the other cultures from South Africa, West, this and that, there's so much food to be enjoyed. And even with the um even with like some of the Ethiopian food, I don't see them going and cooking always what's in the Tigray region, which is kind of north, opposed to, you know, what Addis. So I went we went to three, my family, I always travel with the fam. Three African restaurants in 72 hours or less. And they were all good. Some better than others, but they were all good. All service, everything, food was, was fine. Went to an African club after everybody goes to sleep. You know, I got to hunt and see what's going on out there. Went to an African club, Africa International. That was awesome, right? The vibe, everyone's just chilling. Everybody's on some. Even the haters, like through the whole time, you know, that devil tried to try to peek his head through. Even the haters had to submit. They had to come down. They tried to, you know, they tried to buck one time and boom, something about that spirit. So my thing with Fargo is that could be the next home. Definitely. That could be the next home because everything was chill. Everything was laid back. Rent. I mean, if you got less than $1,000 to live on, you can have yourself a three-bedroom in Fargo, North Dakota. And yes, it has electricity. It has water. It has all those good things. It's close to everything. I mean, I was shocked at some of the prices. Even when, you know, home, if we wanted to purchase and went around and saw some things and was like, this is a lot cheaper. Like what? Six, seven hundred. I don't know if you can even find anything anything too much in Seattle now for those prices. I mean, you can, but they go real quick. But in Fargo, you you got things that, you know, your full basements that as big as some of these houses that go for six, seven hundred. 
No, no joke. I mean, big basements, fully furnished, finished, all that basements. Now, I know people say, oh, but what about the winter? So it's it's still, you know, that summer, uh, fall time. So everything, I saw the best of Fargo and I heard the winters are brutal. And, and it kind of hurt me because they said, I can't um, ride a snowmobile through town. Because I was like, man, I'll just go get a snowmobile and get busy. We can't do that in town. Um, I can't do my ATV with the shovel in town and get busy. But um, Fargo, North Dakota. I'm telling you, I was shocked. It's like five, ten minutes, depending on where you are in the city, from Minnesota, uh, Moorhead. And that's where one of the African restaurants was right on the border, too. A real good, good place. Um, you know, shout out to Spice. Spice it up, I believe it was. And the other shout out um, what is for A&E Librarian. Mwah! I mean, every, every, and people, everyone is on some kickback, chill stuff. Yes, they have black folk in Fargo. No joke. I saw more black people, especially West Africans in Fargo than I see in Seattle. Yes, that is a true statement. That's what I saw. Um, and I saw, I think I might've saw everybody. I'm just, I mean, it's like one of those towns you're going to find everybody. If I told you stories, I was just, while I'm walking with the kids, Got my two, you know, LondonandSydney.com. Go get their books. And we're walking. About to get in the car. And I see a um, four-star general, uh, police chief. I got to stop him. We had a good conversation. Um, chief Top, um, beautiful conversation telling me what was going on. I mean, he knows his city. Been, chief, you know, police officer over 30 years. And he knows his city. I was mentioning stuff I saw online. He was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We got those guys out of here. Um, mentioned, you know, the condos, $3 million. He told me the top one was going to be $7 million condo in Fargo. And we both like, were like, who's going to buy this? Even asked a real estate agent who was beautiful. You know, who's going to buy these condos that they're just building? So they're not where close to being ready, but you can see them online. And I research all the time. And they were like, we don't know. I mean... We don't know anyone from Fargo who's going to buy them. I mean, there's millionaires everywhere, but, you know, $3 million, $7 million just for a condo. Keep in mind, it's like, you know, a lot of square feet, but, you know, that that that's living. You know what I mean? So I I was excited. I was excited. Um, and I love that being able to supply a city with what they need. I mean, they have concerts there. They have, I think, the semi-pro hockey and you know, the different teams and things happen out there. It's just, and everyone is nice. That North Dakota nice is a real thing. You know, they say Southern hospitality, which is a real thing, uh, depending on, you know, where you are in the South. But that North Dakota nice, you can't beat that. Yeah, you can't beat it. They don't pay me to say these things. You cannot beat it. So expect a lot of footage for 2020 if that is the move because I, I just got series on top of series to give you all that insight on Fargo. I mean, they really rolled out the, the red carpet. Um, thank you to Sanford Hospital uh, for, the, for the love. It's just, just beautiful times, beautiful times and beautiful people. And unlike the South, see the Midwest, Midwest, like the South, because people are going to ask, well, you know, what about the racism or this and that? 
I didn't see any of that. And I saw everybody working. You know what I mean? I saw everybody working. I asked about the um, the homeless. And I'm going to stutter a little bit because I don't want to give you all names of, oh, so-and-so said this, so-and-so said that in personal conversation. But what Chief um, Todd told me, you know, he told me they try to get people services that are homeless. Seattle epidemic, these folks just stay outside in the cold, whatnot. I mean, I mean, the city and people try to do what they can do. But when you let your city get to the epidemic that it is now, it's too late. So he's like, we try to get our people services. He's like, I've been to Seattle. And he was like, no, nah, we don't have that where people can just put up a tent and all that, that stuff. We try to take care of our people. And I talked to other folks in Fargo and said homeless would die here if they, you know, had to stay outside as cold as it gets. The winters are brutal. So, you know, take care of your people. You know, it, it, it's not a hard thing to do, especially when there's jobs, when there's opportunity, when people, you know, want to connect. Um, you know, I didn't get any of that, that blank, we can't connect that you get in the um, Seattle and sometimes just the West Coast. People are all on their own, you know, on their own thing, in their own zone, trying to get their own back, not thinking about how you can collab. So I'm, I'm, I'm like sold. I'm sold. I'm sold. You know, you when you bring nice environments where your kids can actually ride bikes down the street and you don't have to worry about, you know, all the stuff that you have to worry about in big cities. I'm sold. You know, it, it's, just, it's like... Fargo, thank you, you know, and we would not have thought Fargo, and you're not that far from uh, Canada, you know, you want to go up to like Winnipeg or Ontario, I think they said it was like three hours or something drive, you know what I mean, and just get busy on the highway, um, you know, people go to Minneapolis um, and all that, and I'll check all that out, and that might be, be tight too, but Fargo, you know, the things that we can do out there and the time that allow that would be the move. And you guys know, you know, my situation is, um, and we, we've, we've tried to make it like this, where we can live and work anywhere in the world, no matter what we do. And that we can live in two or three places if we want to. And that has nothing to do with, um, you know, what you're paid, but it's how you align your life. A lot of folks, you don't align your life where you can be uh, multifaceted. You know, you stick with one job and that's all you do. Um, I have 10 jobs, you know, because that just that's just the way I wanted to do things. I look at my board and I look at what we have to do for this person, that person, and that it works. And it and it's not easy. I won't tell you that it's easy, but it's a blessing to be mobile. So if you can do anything to have your job be mobile. Do it. Do it today. Get whatever accreditations you need, whatever licensing you need. Do what you got to do to make it work for you and your crew. You know, and if you're a crew of one, it's even easier. You know what I mean? So Fargo, what else could I say about Fargo? Oh, man, went through even with the tailgating. They take that tailgating serious, but it was on some real just, you know, still on some. You could get through traffic if you could even call it that, you know. I just love peace. I've, I, I'm, I'm from the big city. I know the big city. I lived in the big cities and lived in the small cities. It's nice to live in the small cities 
where the Klan ain't rampant, where the skinheads ain't on the, you know, the county board, um, whatnot, because a lot of folks are living in those cities and you don't even know it because you're not connected to the city. Um, even Seattle, you know, you have to deal with so much, um, oppression because they don't want to open the doors for um, certain populations. And it's not just a um, race thing. It's a young versus old. Like right now, the older generation should be grooming the 40 and up and giving them the keys. And that's not happening. You got people 69, say like the presidential uh, elections. You got people who should be thinking about retirement, trying to take a young person's job. And that's no diss to anybody, but of course, you know, Trump and uh, Bernie Sanders are the first people you think about that, and you're like, come on, man, sit down. You don't have any new good ideas. All the new good ideas that you have have been given to you by young people. You know what I mean? And that you might have thought of something in the 60s and 70s, and that's great, but groom a young person and groom them to take over because this is not that game. Like right now on social media, if we're not grooming young people to do social media, well, what do I look like doing social media? You know, just, you know, social media is such a, it's not at the highest level. It's not rocket science. <laughs> at the highest level, it's not. I know people want to get into, oh, in the algorithm. And if we do this, and if we do that, and if we do this, that's not rocket science. You teach that to a 13-year-old, huh? Uh, that's not rocket science. And I know, you know, some people say, oh, well, maybe you're just not doing it big enough. Hey, you're doing it bigger for everybody and salute to you. But I'm all about grooming people. Maybe it's just the purpose, putting things out there that others can eat off of. And if you got a strong team, Dame tried to tell us, man, reasonable doubt. He just used Jay-Z to say it. If we all are winning, none of us can lose in theory. A lot of people aren't loyal out there, though, you know. So, Fargo, Fargo, Fargo. A lot of folks will say, no, but, you know, check out this city. Check out my city. Consider this. And consider family. And consider this. No, you consider all those things when you move or when you don't move. And if you're happy, I am happy for you. But I'm digging Fargo right now. So, you know, we, we, we shall see. Um... What what happens and I, and 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 I'm I'm happy where uh, God God lands us, but um, it was a beautiful time in Fargo. I'm gonna tell y'all one more time, Fargo, check it out, take a vacation. They say don't do it in the winter, you know, but um, you know, don't do it in the winter. I can only tell you, you know, I think the snow, uh, snow stops. They say usually in April. <laughs> So, you know, look at your May, June, Julys, August, September. But, um, yeah, you know, you, you get have full all-wheel drive and you have snow tires. What's the problem? What's the problem? No problem at all. So that's my tips, tricks on Fargo. I may come back with some, some more game on something else. But y'all be blessed. Make sure if you want to book some time, www.cprfirm.com dot as dot me it's in the description box y'all hit me up if you need that personal time and don't have a full-time or part-time budget you can book some time as needed